scriptures. Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. I'm going to start from 918 to 20. Matthew chapter 28. We're going to read from verse 18 to 20. Let's start from 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth 19 go therefore do what go therefore and make disciples of all the nation baptizing them in the name of the father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus is saying that, listen to me, I am the person of the church. All power and authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Therefore, I empower you to go into the world. I encourage you to go into the world. I command you to go into the world and do what? Make disciples. Teach them. Baptize them. Help them. To know what I have told you. We have been commissioned to go into the world. Again, let's read. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 26. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. It says, what then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or interpretation. Let all things be done for what? For building up. Ephesians chapter 1, 22. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And the last scripture, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. From the New Living Translation, it reads, 
God's purpose in all these was to use the church. God's purpose in all these was to use the church to do what? To display his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in heavenly places. It says what? God's purpose is to use the church to do what? To display his wisdom. His wisdom to the world. His wisdom in the area of leadership. His wisdom in the area of business. His wisdom in the area of holy living. His wisdom is to be displayed by the church to the world. Now, in Africa and throughout the world, on Sundays like these, on the football field, there will be three teams that will be on the field. We will have team A. Albert is team A. Team A. Then knee will be knee will be team B. So team A, no team A, team A is here. And team B. Team A is the home team. All of us are rooting for team A. All of us are praying and wishing that they will win because they are the team from home. Then team B is the visiting team. All of them have strategies. They have prepared, they have trained, they have a manager who has managed them. They have strikers, they have defenders, they have what? Midfielders. And they have a goalkeeper. All of them have these strategies. And their plan is that they are going to play so that one of them will carry the day. So they come with all their strategies and ideas and plans. And they will begin to defend. They will begin to fight. They will begin to pull. They will begin to push just to get their way through to the other end. This one want to score so that the home, the home, home, home people will celebrate. This one want to score so that his, wherever he's coming from, they will celebrate. So you can see that there is confusion between these two teams. Because everyone wants to get his way out. But there is another team. Oh, another team. Well, I need two more people. There is another team. Oh, Solomon. There is another team. Come and stand here. Stand here. There is another team. It is called the officiating team. They are also coming onto the field. Please, wherever I go, follow me. They are on the field but not of the field. Their responsibility is to ensure that there is what? Fairness. 
between these two teams. Their responsibility is to ensure that they play to the rules of the game. They are not in to support team A or team B, but they are here to help them. If you want team A want to win, he will help them. If team B want to win, he will help them. He is not of one side. He is an independent body commissioned by a commissioner to ensure that there is fairness on the field of play. So we come with our rules and regulation. We come with our books and in the book are written all the rules and regulation that governs the game. So we will not sit down for team B to detect to us. We will not sit down for team A to detect to us. Why? Because we have the rules. We are supposed to tell them that is not a fair play. That is penalty. That is foul. We are supposed to do that. That is the picture of the church. Hello. That is the picture of the church. There is so much that is going on in the world. There is so much that is happening around us. People are divided on the political fronts. Believers will be fighting because he is from one uh, political party and the other person is of another political party. People are fighting on tribal front. People are, I mean, creating all kinds of things and there is total confusion in the world. But God, through Jesus, has commissioned what? The church. We carry a book. We are of the world, but we are not of the world. Ours is to come here and to ensure that there is fairness on the field of play. So I come with my, with my, with my assistants. So Solomon is on the other side. Then Daniel is on this side. That I will be in the center. Their responsibility is to communicate with me. Is to tell me that that is not fair. Is to tell me that that is not right. Can you imagine if myself and my people we are fighting? If he tells me it's foul, I say no, it is not. If he tells me it's penalty, I say it is not. These people will be standing and be watching us. These people are they serious? Do they know what they are about? I mean, why are they fighting amongst themselves? We as a church are not supposed to fight. We are supposed to hold a united front. We are supposed to say that we know what is right. This is right and go by this way. But what do we see? The church, we are fighting amongst ourselves. We are fighting over doctrines. We are fighting over ideas. And you can see believers sitting and arguing about giving of money. And the world is sitting and laughing at us. These people, they don't know what they're about. The world can give money to beauty pageant. The world can give money to football clubs. But when it comes to Christians, we are fighting over giving to the house of the Lord. How can we influence the Lord if we are divided amongst ourselves? How would the world hear us? 
when we are divided. We are supposed to govern and to ensure that there is fairness on the field of play. But we are fighting amongst us. Jesus said, go into the world and do what? And make disciples and teach them and train them and instruct them to follow the rules because we carry the rules. We have what it takes to ensure that there is fairness here. We are the people who are supposed to tell the politicians what you are doing is wrong. Don't chop the money of the people. We are the people who are supposed to tell the pastor that what you are doing is wrong. Don't tell the person some demon is after him and you collect your money. What you are doing is wrong. We are the ones to tell the world there is no pleasure in sinning. You have to come to the saving knowledge of Christ. But if we are fighting amongst ourselves, how will the world hear us? If these two teams are playing and there's disagreement, it is the officiating team that goes there and says that I place order here. Let there be order. And they cannot do anything about it. That is the role of the church. We have to go into the world and say you are creating confusion. I have the book and the book says this is not right. That is why you see the officials giving yellow cards. I think it's high time the church rises to give yellow cards to some things that is happening around us, to some situation that is going on. This person thinks that he is the best striker in the team, so he can do anything. He can misbehave and everything. But the officer will come and say that I am in charge here. I know the rules. I give you card. I caution you. Next time I will take you out and you cannot do anything. The church must be bold and speak to situation. The church must be firm and arise. ICGC, we must be bold and tell them this is wrong or this is right. Where is our voice as a church? Where is our voice as a church that we sit and the world is redefining the definition of family. The world says that there is nothing wrong with two men coming together and forming a family. Where is this thing coming from? And the church, are we going to sit and smile? But the church, we must rise and we'll tell them from the beginning, God created man and woman. And they said that two shall be one. God didn't say man and man. The word is redefining the definition of family. Where the word says that a woman and a woman can come together and they can call themselves a family. The church, we must arise and say that this is wrong. The world is defining how we are supposed to take care of our children. The world is promoting sex amongst the young. 
and they said there is nothing wrong with it. You can use condom and you will be fine. And the world is doing that. The church, we must rise and say that that is wrong. That, that is wrong. That is wrong. You cannot do that under my roof. That is wrong. We have to rise and say that we know what is right. That is wrong. The world is saying that there is nothing wrong. You can, we can maneuver and then make your way out. And we think it's fine. Then we are sitting there, then we are laughing. The church is redefining, sorry, the world is redefining how we, the officiating team, we are supposed to conduct ourselves. And the world will tell us that there's nothing wrong in staying in the house. As a child of God, there's nothing wrong. You can decide to go to church. Can you imagine if, if myself and my, where's my other, my camera? If myself and my other officiating teams, we are standing and the team is rather detecting to us. Team A is saying that, didn't you see that it is foul? Yes, yes, it is foul. Then team B will come. Didn't you see it is penalty? Yes, yes, it is family. What will happen on the field? Total confusion. We will not sit down for that to happen. Why? Because we have the manual. We have the book. We have what it takes to make things happen. We will not sit down for the world to tell us when to go to church, when to become a believer, when to pray, how to pray. We will tell the church, we know what it is. We have a message. So my assistants will be here and will, give, will be giving me instruction. And this person will be there and also will be giving me instruction. Then he will be communicating with me, telling me that what they are doing is not right. I say, yes, what they are doing is not right. Then he will also be communicating with me. Can you see the beauty of the game? Won't you enjoy the game? When we are in total control, that is what we are supposed to do as believers. The world must hear about us. Legal right to dominate in the affairs of this world. Why? Because we have the backing of the person of the church who is Jesus Christ. That is why ICGC we have a message. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. So I will not hide in my identity. I will not hide who I am. I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. So we will come and say that I am not ashamed to be called a child of God. I am not ashamed to be called a minister of God. I am not ashamed to bring the word of God to people. I am not ashamed to go out there and win souls. I am not ashamed to pray and to declare the promises of God on earth. I am not ashamed It is time for us to rise. We have compromised our stand for too long that the world laughs at us. But on this day, even as we remember 35 years, we are taking up our mantle and we are telling ourselves, we are in charge. We are in charge. We are in charge. We will command and ensure there is fairness 
on the field of play, we will ensure that everything works well because we are in charge. The confusion must stop. It is high time, believers, we stand together. We need loyalty in the church. There is so much disloyalty in the church that the believers cannot agree on one thing. That your leader says this, then you two, you go this way. We are all going this direction and you step aside. That is not what we are looking for. We need what? A united front. God said the people that have set their mind to build the tower of Babel, nothing will what? Will stop them. Why? Because the people is one. That is what we need. That is what we need. That is what will bring victory. That is our role. This morning, I want to challenge you. Take up that mantle. Take up that challenge. That is why our mission statement says, we what? We are raising leaders. Jesus said, go and make disciples. That is what? Raising leaders. And when you raise them, you give them what? Vision. Because you cannot be a leader without a vision. We are people that know where we are going. We are not blind. We are not just going anywhere, anywhere. We have a vision. We are working towards something. That is what we are supposed to do. And every leader must be able to influence. If you don't have influence, you are not a leader. And that is the role that we have been called on. We must ensure that there is fairness. We must ensure that there is fairness. The division amongst us must end. Hello? The division amongst us must end. The bike biting amongst us must end. The gossip amongst us must end. Can you imagine if Tim A goes and sees my assistance and give him some dollars? He comes and then creates all kinds of confusion. I don't know about it. And he will tell me, oh, it is right, uh, it is right. Meanwhile, he is bending the rules of the game. And this one will also go and take some CDs. And the two of them will be creating confusion. And I will be standing there not knowing what to do. That must end. We are not taking any more bribes. It must end. We are not allowing any more influence. It must end. We must carry our book and we must detect the pace of the game. Tell yourself, I am going to detect the pace of the game. I am going to ensure that there is fairness on the field. We must not be divided when it comes to giving. That one, I can't I can't understand that mere giving there is total confusion. We must not be divided. He says God loves what? A cheerful giver. That is the attitude. We must not be divided. We must hold a front. The world must look at us and stop and watch and know that these people, they have something to offer. It is time as believers 
to rise and influence wherever we find ourselves. In your office, you must influence. Let people know that you are a believer. Let your conduct, let people know that you are a believer. Let people know that you detect the pains. So if we are communicating, we will see the beauty of the game. And at the end of the day, we will raise leaders from amongst these people. At the end of the day, we will give them a reason why they have to play and win the game. At the end of the day, we will influence them with the principles of Christ. Then we will bring them out of the darkness into his marvelous light. And Jesus said, I am going to be with you. Not today, but forever. Not tomorrow, but forever. On every step of the way, I am going to be with you. Our voice must be heard. We must turn down the wrong and uphold the right. We must not just allow things to work. Eh, it's nothing. It is something. Oh, they can do it. They can't do it. Oh, it must happen. It must not happen. We must rise to the occasion. This morning, I want you to put your hand on your heart that you are going to detect the pains. You are going to raise the bar. You are not going to allow yourself to be tossed anyhow. You are going to say that, I know the rules. I have the word of God. It is in me. I have Christ. I'm not going to allow anything to just pass me by. I will raise the standard. The word will not, cannot detect to us. We must tell the world what to do. We have the message of salvation. We have the message of deliverance. We have the message of breakthrough. We have the message of dignity. We have the message of excellence. We have the message of power. We have the message of authority. We have the message of bringing them out of darkness into his marvelous life. We have a message of a good and a proper future for them. We have a message. We have the message. We will play our roles well so that the world will feel our presence. So that we will influence. Today we'll talk about ICGC. 35 years. We are all over the place because we carry our message. Because we preach our message. Because we are stand on our message. You are part of us. Hold on to this belief. Hold on to it. Don't allow the world to tell you what to do. Everything you need to do is in the book, the word of God that has been given unto you. I want you to rise to your feet. And I want you to make a declaration. A passionate one. A passionate one. We have been influenced by the world for too long. Even common television is able to influence us. Radio is able to influence us. To the extent that if you don't listen to radio in the morning, something will happen. Meanwhile, your Bible is there. 
and these people will be on radio and talking and insulting themselves. At the end of the day, they will go and sit in the in the in the in the in the, in the, in the is it, is it a parliament house and then be chopping their monies, and we are there fighting amongst ourselves. They are raising the standard. We will not be pushed about. We will not be tossed about. We know what we have and what we stand for. We are here as officiating instructors to detect the pace, to call the shot, to determine the outcome. Not the world. We will not allow the world to tell us how we are supposed to train our children. We know how to do it in the Bible. It says, train up the child in the way of the Lord. So that when he grows, he will not depart from it. We will not give our children to the world. And the world will tell them what to do. We will take a stand and say that we will live a holy life. We will not be playing around. Because the world says it is good, it is fun to be having sex around. So you two, you are following it and you are doing it around. We have a stand and we say that no, it has ended. If I did it, it has ended. Going forward, I am no more doing it. I am taking a stand because I am the officiating manager. Then the world will tell us, you have to connive and, and, and conceive and connive and, and meander and, and, and find your way out. We are taking a stand that we are in charge. We are detecting the pace. We are ensuring that it works right. We are calling the shots. Just make a, a conscious. It says that do not be ashamed. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed to be called Christian. We are not ashamed to be called holy people. We are not ashamed to be called righteous people. We are not ashamed to be called people who know their rights. We are not ashamed to go out there and win souls. Today I make a conscious decision that I take a stand. You may have forgotten your right, but today I have reminded you that you are the officiating manager, officiating instructor. You hold the yellow cards and the red cards. You hold in your hands the instruction book to determine and to decide what to do. You are taking your rightful place in influencing your society, in influencing your community, in influencing your friends and loved ones, in influencing wherever you have and will find yourself. And may the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody appreciate God. God bless you. God bless you. I want you to go to two people and tell them you are the officiating manager. Don't allow them to tell you what they know. Tell them what you know. Tell them what you know. Tell them what you have heard. Tell them I am in charge. I have been called to disciple. I have been called to teach. I have been called to instruct. I have been called to give red cards and the yellow cards. And I will do that. I will not compromise my stand. I will not go down. The bike biting must stop. 
The disloyalty must stop. The fake living must stop. The, 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 my God. Tell the person, I am the officiating manager. I am in charge. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We are going to the lost table. <laughs>